there's no such thing as a good or bad memory. There is no such thing as a good or bad memory. There's just a trained memory and an untrained memory. We're going to the Book of Ruth. stand for the reading of the word. Ruth chapter 3 verse 1 through 5. Those of you that are just coming in, you are joining a message that's already in progress. We've been in a series. If you're just joining us this Sunday, you're going to catch the B part of a, a series that I've been preaching on making it happen. Mm -hmm. And there's some things that we've been on the verge of that we're about to come into. We've been on the verge, and it's so wonderful what God is about to do, that we're about to the church up shouting over just being on the verge of it. And if you think we shout now, wait till we come into what we've been on the verge of. We might tear this place up, need another place. Amen. Beginning at chapter 3, verse 1, Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee? And now is not Boaz of our kindred, with whose maidens thou wast? Behold, he windoweth barley tonight in the threshing floor. Watch this closely. Wash thyself, therefore, and anoint thee. Put thy raiment upon thee, and get thee down to the floor. But make not thyself known unto the man until he shall have done eating and drinking. And it shall be that when he lieth down, that thou shalt mark the place where he lieth. And thou shalt go in and uncover his feet and lay thee down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do. And she said unto her, All that thou sayest unto me, everything you said, every step you gave unto me, I will do. I want to talk to you about seven steps. And it will happen. Seven steps. Just simple steps in this text. Seven things that Naomi told Ruth. That if you apply these seven steps to your life, the thing that you've been looking for to happen will happen. I'm going to give you these steps. I won't take long. I'll get out of your way. I'm not trying to make you shout. I'm not trying to make you happy. I'm trying to make you ready. Trying to make you ready. Seven significant steps. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the opportunity you've given me to feed the flock of God. 
of which the Holy Ghost has made me overseer. I seize this opportunity to preach the word without fear and without favor. Thank you for being God in the midst of your people. Thank you because your word is true. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but your word shall stand forever. Speak to us today out of the volume of the book, oh God, that we might hear the word of God and be edified thereby. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. And for his sake we pray, somebody shout amen. On your way to your seat, look at somebody with defiance in your eye and say, it will happen. The Methodists and the, and the fundamentals of their faith and concepts of their faith have understood the methodology of the methodology of God, that God is a God that has a method. And through understanding his methods, we therefore understand him. Through understanding his methods, we're able to approach him more. Through understanding his methods, we become acquainted with what's going to happen and how to approach him because there is a method to approaching God. We don't just approach God anyway. And it's very difficult in this uh, culture that we're in to teach anything relative to methods because we have raised a generation of people that have no protocol. They just, they just come in and see who they want to see and call who they want to call. But in other cultures, there's a protocol. You didn't come before the king any kind of way. You didn't do whatever you wanted to do whenever you wanted to do it. And so there is a method that goes along with walking with God that is very, very significant. What we're seeing in the text today is one woman named Naomi teaching a younger woman named Ruth uh, how to approach Boaz. She gives her seven simple steps that I see as life lessons that can be effective for any of you who have anything that is pending and you want to see God do that thing in your life. I'm going to give you those seven steps and I'm going to get out of your way. Because the greatest shout of victory that you can have is when this thing begins to work in your life. When it begins to operate for you, you begin to move into the things of God. Are you ready for this? Quickly, number one, you must know what you're going after. You must know what you are going after. You can't live your life meandering around hoping you hit something and whatever you hit, you say, that's what I was aiming at. You have to have a specific target in mind. Ruth wasn't just looking for any man. She wasn't looking for a man. She was looking for the man. She knew exactly which man it was. She knew exactly where it was. She had a specific goal. All of her life was preparing her for this moment. Her more recent years, having been in Bethlehem, she had encountered him till she knew something about him. Naomi knew where he was. She knew when he was going to be there.
she wasn't looking for a man. She was looking for the man. She knew exactly which man it was. She knew exactly where it was. She had a specific goal. All of her life was preparing her for this moment. Her more recent years, having been in Bethlehem, she had encountered him till she knew something about him. Naomi knew where he was. She knew when he was going to be there. She knew, she knew what she was going after. Most people don't succeed at getting what they're going after because they don't take the time to research what they're going after. They ask for things and then see if they want them. But you have to be careful about that because if you ask for something, you might get it. And before you start blabbing what all you want to see God do, you need to be sure that that's what you want to see happen and know what you're going after. The old patriarchs in the Bible, before they went after anything, they asked God, is it your will?